0: Machiniacs and Schmodown fans and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine and first off as usual we have to say a huge thank you to David B for this awesome track, the official Machine theme. Thank you so much David B and if you want to check him out you can find him at DavidBMusic21 on Twitter. But let's get into today's episode. So we are nearing the end of the team's tournament. Uh, so we're gonna talk about some of the recent matches and at the end of this maybe give some predictions for uh, spectacular uh, my picks on who I think could have the edge Um, so we know for sure that who's the boss and um, the family are facing off um, so I just have to address that with the former um, teammates of Ben and Drew Facing off once again. Um, I just want to address the passing of an amazing Schmodown fan, um, my fellow member in the Action Army, Emma McAllister. Um, It was really shocking to hear of her passing. Um, She loved the action guys, she loved Ben and Drew, Uh, she loved the Schmodown. She had an amazing character in Dollface. Um, she brought so much to the family, she brought so much to the community, um, she had so much passion, she did so much awesome stuff for Action Industries, and she just meant a lot to this community, and I'm really sorry she's not going to get to see our boys face off. Um, I know she would have loved that so much, um, but she's always going to be with us as a super fan and a super, just amazing person, um one of the last things she said to me was that she hoped I got drafted with our boys. Um, so that's really special to me and, uh, really gonna miss seeing her in the community. She was amazing. So, um, just want to say we love you, Emma, and we're always going to miss you. Um, and thank you for everything that you brought to this community. Um, so yeah, let's get into the matches I'm going to discuss. Um, Of course, we're talking Time Machine versus Looney Bins and Shazam versus The Odd Couple. Uh, So I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry Uh, your brackets got busted. Um, But despite the results, this was actually a really fun match for me. Um, The Looney Bins, their characters are off the charts insane and awesome. And they got a lot of love off of this match deservedly because what they're bringing to the league is so different and so fun. Um, and I just love watching them. So it was great to do this match with them. Uh, video drew handing me all the machine parts and the WD 40. Oh my gosh, that was so ridiculous. (laughs) Um, but it made for a really fun match. Um, but yeah, uh, let's kind of get into it. So, alas, I did not get my perfect round one this whole damn season. Um, I missed two. Uh, I missed the J. Edgar one. And then I missed the Air Force One question, which I knew that. But for whatever reason, hearing Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman, for whatever reason in that moment, I just didn't put those names together. Um, and then as soon as I heard it, I knew, so, uh, kicking myself for that one. Um, and there was also quite a bit of dispute, I believe, that we did not challenge the Narnia Chronicles. Um, Jay kind of had stepped in once he heard that and he kind of started questioning things, but he wasn't really being clear about what he wanted us to challenge. He was like getting all muddled and kind of going off, so... It kind of just confused everything and the judges were confused and didn't really know what he was challenging and it just was taking up so much time so at that point we just kind of let it go so had it just been more clear of what the challenge was um i think maybe it was something we should have done because had we done that we would have won but you know like dwight schroot says if onlys and justs were candies and nuts then every day would be earned and fest But um, yeah, we were kind of one point behind the whole match. So that kind of would have made the difference. But what can you do um, at this point? Uh, But I mean, I'm still proud of how we played and it was a great match. Um, Tom, of course, got a perfect round one um, and got the bonus point. So I believe it was 12 to 13 uh, going into round two with the Looney Bins in the lead by one. Um, they got, uh, monster movies, I believe. And they swept of course, because Tom is amazing. Um, and then me and Ethan got Tom Cruise, uh, to Tom Cruise had kind of caused me some problems in my mic match. Um, but Ethan, he's pretty well versed, uh, in Tom Cruise. And, um, so we felt confident keeping it. Um, and we swept as well. Uh, but just because he got that bonus, um, and the perfect first round that just had us one point behind, uh, going into round three. Um, so I believe it was 24 to 25 going into round three. Um, I decided to take the two, Ethan decided to take the three. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of, you know, Ethan wasn't really, uh, as you know, perfect as he normally is I mean he's been getting perfect first rounds and all that um but yeah he kind of faltered a little bit in this match but I mean we still played really well um and another only and just had we switched um who took the two and who took the three we would have won as well because I knew the three and obviously he probably would have known the two um and we got lucky that Tom missed his three. So, yeah, I mean, if things would just kind of got switched around, it would have gone our way. But the, that's just not how the cookie crumbled. Uh, so I got the two. Ethan missed the three as it was Disney. Tom missed their three. Drew got their two, which I'd kind of talked a little bit about that I felt like her and me kind of had similar um, skill set so like I would you know romance is kind of her thing as it is mine uh so um had she gotten probably anything else I don't know if she would have known it um but I feel like her and me kind of have similar um strengths so once I heard the question I was like she's gonna get it (laughs) um so that's why I kind of loved her whole cat line like just kind of poking fun at how easy some of these questions can be Um, which I felt like their five was pretty easy compared to ours, but I mean, that's all, I guess, subjective. Um, once we got that five, you know, and we heard animated, of course, me and Ethan are like, okay, it's either going to be on me or we're just going to, you know, not get it. Uh, but once they kind of got into some of the details, I'm like, that sounds kind of familiar. I want to say it was kind of like a, like a scandalous dirty spoof on Felix the cat. So that's kind of what we were discussing and he, you know, pulled out Fritz the cat and, I was like, I think I think you're right. he wasn't even really sure if it was Fritz the cat, but he but I was kind of like, that sounds right. I know it's kind of a spoof on Felix the cat, I want to say. So we were kind of just debating it back and forth. And so we just went with Fritz the cat and that was a crazy poll and it was right. Um, but of course, they got their five the um, uh, Midnight in Paris question. So, yes, it was 32 to 31. So we only lost by one point. So, I mean, it wasn't like a huge defeat. Uh, we played really well. Um, Ethan did kind of waver a little bit in this match more than he usually does. Um, you know, of course things could have swayed either way and we would have had it. So I'm, you know, bummed that my season is over. Um, but you know, you may see me popping up in some other places, uh, before the year is out. Um, But yeah, just kind of bummed our seasons over. But it was a really fun match. Drew just kind of playing up the character and handing me all that machine stuff. That was just so funny. Um, And I got my little exterminate in there. Um, So that just made for a really fun match. And their character work is insanely great and fun. And um, I think the fans are really loving it. So that's awesome. Um and yeah, so let's get into Shazam versus The Odd Couple. Now, these are two really great powerhouse teams. Um, you know, Snyder came out swinging in more ways than one. Didn't really need to see him in his underpants, but uh, thanks for that, uh, Jeff. Um, yeah, so <laughs> uh, it was actually like a pretty... Insane first round. Uh, Shazam, uh, Brendan, and Bibbs both got a perfect first round and both got the bonus. Uh, odd couple faltered a little bit, so it ended up being 13 to 18 going into round two. So Shazam had a pretty huge lead. Odd couple, they uh, got uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, I believe they went to multiple choice on one and they missed. Um, Shazam didn't get the steal. Um, and then they um, swept the rest, although Brendan did try to challenge the girl with the pearl earring, which I think was a legitimate challenge. But I don't think the judges, again, did, didn't quite understand what he was challenging. Uh, and Draco said the girl with the pearl earring. But the title of the movie is just girl with a pearl earring. There's no the at the beginning. But I think Mark was getting um, Mark Ellis was getting hung up on uh, the, the, in the, that Andraco had put at the beginning of the title and the, the, in the middle. And he didn't really quite get what Brendan was trying to say. So they didn't uphold the challenge, but I think it would have been a fair challenge because the title is girl with the pearl earring. There's no the, at the beginning. Um, so had, um, that not, uh, gotten lost in translation. Yes. Pun intended. Um, in the scar Joe category, um, I think they would have gotten the challenge. Um, But uh, so with that, um, Odd Couple ended up just missing the one and sweeping the rest of the round with all the two points. Um, Then uh, Shazam spun Opponent's Choice. Uh, and uh, they were given dance movies, which Bibs always kind of talks about dance movies being his thing. So I was surprised that they were kind of wavering quite a bit in that round because, you know, Bibs always talks up how much he loves dance movies. So I'm surprised they didn't do as well as I expected them to with Bibs' love for those kinds of movies. I believe they missed the first one. Um, They got the second. They went to multiple choice on one, and they got it. Um, Then they got two more for the two points. And then they went to multiple choice and on another one and got it. Um, so then it ended up being 23 to 26 in uh, Shazam's favor going into round three. Um, and Draco, he took the two, he got it. Snyder took the three, he got it. So it went back to Shazam, Brendan and Bibbs both got the two and the three. Um, so then it was, uh, on odd couple to get their five which they got so ended up being 33 to 31 going into round going into the last question so shazam all they had to do was hit their five to win and of course with a great roadhouse question uh, shazam wins the match so yeah so it looks like bibs could potentially play three times it's spectacular which would be insane um And Ben also could potentially play three times. It's spectacular. So um, I'm really curious to see how this goes. I'm really excited to see Ben versus Drew again. Um, It's going to be crazy. Um, Yeah, um, some great matches coming up. So Shazam versus the Looney Bin. And who's the boss versus um, the family to see who's going to face off. To win the tournament and go to uh, Spectacular, so we still have some crazy matches coming up. I hope you guys are super excited. I know I am. Uh, but let's kind of get into my predictions for Spectacular. So uh, first up, we're gonna have Bateman versus Bibiani to see who faces Oyama. Um, and I, I gotta say, you know, Bibs is on a crazy tear. He's on a crazy streak. Um, if he were to play three times that night, I mean, I know he could handle it after free for all. Yeah, he he can hang in there for sure. But while I don't know, like if he really has any kind of crazy study things or he just has a great wealth of knowledge, which is true, I don't know that he's putting any new information in there. Um, but I believe, you know, it's part of his job to watch movies. Um so Mike brings, you know, Mike Kalinowski has brought up that point before, like people like him and me, like that's not our job to watch movies like Ben and Bibbs. That's like how they make their money. That's how they that's their job to go and critique movies and see the newest things and all that stuff and to know about movies. So um, they already both kind of have that wealth of knowledge of new releases and um, just film in general. But Ben seems to have a lot of gaps, but he can retain things he can see something once and remember a lot about it he has a crazy study regimen I mean with his back issues I'm sure that gave him a lot of time to study as well um so you know Bibbs he's already won a belt he already knows what that feels like so I'm not gonna say that he's not hungry for that again but Ben he's probably the best player who doesn't have a belt who has never won a belt so I feel like he's maybe a little bit hungrier Um, So I would give the slight edge to Ben for that uh, match to see who goes up against Paul. Um, I just I I mean, I don't know what Bibbs does behind the scenes. I don't know if he needs to do anything behind the scenes because he's an amazing competitor and he has a great wealth of knowledge. Um, But I I kind of know what Ben is putting into it, what he's, you know, stuffing into his brain on the daily. So um, just for that, I would give the slight edge to Ben. Um, and then the Star Wars match, uh, Alex Damon versus Laura Kelly. Um, I mean, Laura Kelly was super impressive in that Star Wars match. It was her first outing and she only missed one question that whole match. Um, and she's the only lady in the spectacular. So, um, well, I mean, I guess if Looney Bend wins, then there would be two. Um, but as of right now, she is the only woman, confirmed for spectacular. Um, and, uh, I kind of want to give her the edge, not just because she's a lady, but just, she impressed me with that first outing with how much she knows and how deep her knowledge goes. Um, but you know, people watch Damon's channel, uh, on YouTube to learn and study star Wars. So, Um, he's pretty insane and I cannot wait to see this match because while I'm kind of like a casual star Wars fan, like I could never answer any of these questions. Those matches are always so intense when the knowledge is so high like that and, um, how deep cut the questions can get. So I'm super excited for that match. Um, I'm just going to go for, uh, the newbie and say Kelly because she just really impressed me and, uh, yeah, I mean, I want to see her win, uh that would just kind of shake things up because it's been Damon for a long time. And, uh, you know, Star Wars always kind of needs to get the dust blown off of it every few months when if we finally get a Star Wars match. Uh, so I'd kind of love to see some new blood kind of come in and take it over. Uh, that'd be really awesome. Uh, founding fathers, versus whoever wins the team tournament. So it could be Shazam, it could be Looney Bins, it could be the family, and it could be um, who's the boss. So out of any of those, um, I'm going to say I would give it to who's the boss against the family, and I would give it to Shazam over the Looney Bins. So between Shazam and who's the boss, I might give the edge to Shazam. So, um, in that case, if it was Shazam versus the founding fathers, I might actually give the edge to Shazam. I mean, Bibbs is on a tear. Brendan is amazing. Um, they both know so much, uh, you know, while Dan is amazing, he's the goat, you know, Roka has kind of been wavering and, uh, faltering a little bit. Um, so, I mean, I think Shazam could take it. I feel like just right now they are the stronger team. Uh, you know, Dan is kind of pretty steady and Roka's kind of up and down. So because of that, I would probably, if the tournament goes that direction, um, I would probably give it to Shazam. Um, if Who's the Boss ends up there and Ben does play three times, uh I might give it to Founding Fathers in that case. Um, Just because I feel like, you know, where Ben is kind of comparative to Dan, Riley is kind of comparative to Roka, where he's kind of up and down. Um, And just kind of depends on a little bit of luck. And if that is kind of in place, then um, it could go either way, just based on what they get. So, I mean, if Who's the Boss ends up winning um, against the family and goes ahead and beats Shazam, then I would give it to um, the Founding Fathers. If Shazam goes up against the Founding Fathers, I'd give it to Shazam. So very complicated (laughs) to figure out until we get to the end of this team's tournament. Um, But yeah. So as I've previously discussed, you know, I have this newfound love of inner geekdom. So you know Um, Smets versus Kalinowski is my most anticipated match of spectacular. Uh, So who do I think is going to take it? I mean, Mike, you know, he is an insane studier. Um, You know, he thrives on the pressure, I think. And, you know, he was on this run to get three belts this season, and now he just has the one. So I think he's going to be hungry to hang on to it. But, you know, he's never defended the belt. So... I think I'm going to give the edge to Smets. Uh, I've seen what he's putting into it. You know, I feel like he's really hungry after the season he's had to prove to himself, um, what he can do. Um, I know he had that whole flub with Mike the first time. And so he definitely wants to get some redemption there. And I mean, that whole mistake was not due to lack of knowledge. It was just a word flub. And since then I've seen him play, he seems to take his time. He seems to kind of stop and think, um, and take a moment before he answers. Uh, so I think that'll help him out a lot. I mean, the last life setting he was in, he dominated insanely. So if he kind of takes on those same practices, uh, I think he has a really good shot. And if since Chandru, he's been maybe focusing on the five round format to get comfortable with that whole sense of it. Um, I think he has a really great shot to take this and win the whole thing. So, um, I want to give the slight edge to Smets just because I know he doesn't really have any weaknesses. I mean, he could probably spin anything on that wheel and dominate. Um, and yeah, so I think I would give the edge to Smets for sure in the inner to match. Um, and then the singles. So, uh, my first prediction, I kind of had Ben taking it, So if it's going to be Ben versus Oyama, I think I would give the edge to Ben for sure. Like, I don't know. Maybe Paul's been studying up on the things that he doesn't know very well since the last time we saw him in the teams tournament. Um, But if I'm going off his last live championship match, like, he was not at his best. Like, I think he missed all three questions in his round five. Um, He did kind of show that he does have some gaps in knowledge. So, um, I feel like there is a good chance that Ben could take it. I think this is Ben's time. Um, You know, he started out strong and kind of faltered a little bit, and it took him a while to kind of work his way up to the level that he's playing now. And I think he's ready. Like, I know his prep is insane. And I feel like this is just his time. Uh, He's ready, and he's had some great moments, um, some great accuracy this whole season. So I'm going to give Ben the edge because I think it's his time so those are my predictions for spectacular those are my thoughts on the past two matches um yeah so if you guys have anything you want to talk about you want to give me your thoughts on feel free to leave me a voice message at the link below Um, and if you want to see more content from the machine you can check out my other two shows on the feed that i co-host um i co-host morgan hasn't seen with my dear friend morgan robinson morgan hasn't seen things so i make him watch a related series of films we discuss each week Uh, we have some crazy fun tangents and go a little um a little off kilter a little bit uh, but we have a good time over there so please join us um, over there every Wednesday and every other Friday you can find me on uh, This Feeds a Namesake Show uh, It's a Wonderful Podcast where I share co-hosting duties with Nolan Dean we switch off every week but Morgan is the constant over there and we talk about classic films and give them their due and appreciation so if you love classic movies check out It's a Wonderful Podcast if you want to talk about um all the big blockbuster things that morgan has missed um find us at uh, morgan hasn't seen every wednesday and uh me here of course every monday on machine mondays uh so yeah uh, leave us voice messages for any of those shows uh, we would love to hear from you guys and play them on the show we love that uh yeah and if you want to find me anywhere else you can find me um at janine Debean on twitter and instagram uh, you could check out my tea shop on T public at G nine design, get some machine merch, some uh, merch for any of the podcasts I just mentioned, or any of my artwork. And, uh, yeah, check out the SEN, uh, Shimano entertainment network. That's where all the matches are and, uh, just, yeah, support the show. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Um, we love you, Emma McAllister, and we'll miss you always. Um, Until next time guys, XOXO, machine out.